If I sound sexier than usual, you know, try and keep it in your pants. You mind yours, and I'll mind mine. We actually just had a conversation with one of our professors, and he was saying how great our podcast is, so... I'm I'm feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> feeling really confident in what we're talking about. No, literally. <laughs> um... So yeah, welcome back, Mind Yours Podcast. We're super excited to be here with y'all. And what are we going to be chatting about today? Well, uh, if y'all look at the title of the episode, Family Ties, we're going to be going into, um, I guess, like kind of how we were raised, um, more talking about what it's like um, having siblings, and then we're both older sisters, so that aspect too. And I think what's funny is... um, I think why our relationship works out so well is because we have so many things in common and our um, our family dynamics match up a lot. There are a lot of differences, too. But I think when it comes to like our siblings, how we treat them, um, how our relationships are with them, like I think they're very similar. And then like we're the same age. Our next sibling is the same age that's younger than us. And then the next one's the same age. So it's like twin. No, literally twin. <laughs> and I saw a TikTok one time and it was like, when you're dating, like, oldest siblings should date oldest sibling. Like, youngest siblings should date youngest sibling because, like, they just understand each other. And yeah. I think the way your placement is influences a lot of, like, who you are as a person. So Yeah, and I feel like, because I feel like if you're an older sibling, like, you're in a more of a, like, I feel like a second mom. Like, I feel like you're in a more of almost like a parental, but obviously not type of, like, vibe. Like, you're a protector. You look out for your younger siblings. Like, you don't have anyone else like, looking out for you in that sense. Well, I have an older sister, but in your sense, you're the oldest. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like when you're a younger sibling, like, like there's so so many differences between the older and the youngest. Like, the youngest one's, like, the baby. You never really have to lift a finger to do anything. So, like, there's, like, those, like, two different dynamics. And if I were to date somebody that was the younger sibling, like, I ask guys that, like, I'm talking to, I'm like, oh, like, like, do you have siblings? Like, where are you? Like, and they're like, oh, I'm the youngest. I go, Sheesh. like, I, and y'all can't even see me, but I be making faces. Yeah, like, huh? I agree. Every time they've been the youngest or only child, it just doesn't work. It's it weird. Work. <laughs> I feel like I'm dating my little brother. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Uh, but yeah. So do you want to tell me, like, a little bit more in depth of, like, what it was like growing up, what your family dynamics were? Yeah, so um, I think I mentioned it a little bit in the last episode, so if you didn't hear that, go check it out, obviously. Fake fan. Yeah, what the fuck? Okay, but I have divorced parents, and I have an older sister and then two younger brothers, Um, so I was primarily raised by my mother, and so just having, like, I think a single mother household is, it's tough sometimes, especially when there's, like, you know, four kids involved. So I definitely feel like I had to help raise my younger siblings. Um, And yeah, I feel like that's just a very different dynamic than what you experienced. I feel like I really had no example. Like, I know this sounds very sad, but like no example of like love at home. Like my mom wasn't, wasn't in a relationship. Like my parents don't get along. So like, it just, I don't know. I feel like that could affect like how, I move in relationships potentially. I don't really think it does. I feel like I've grown to where it that that's not something that holds affects you back. me or yeah. holds me back or anything. But um yeah, so there's that and then like yeah, like I just feel like I helped raise my younger brothers. Um I feel like it's kind of tough to really like balance being like the cool big sister and then also trying to be like the responsible one. Mm. I feel like at least growing up like my sister, my older sister, she 
I don't know. I feel like I was the more responsible one between the two of us. So mm-hmm. I feel like even though she's the oldest, I feel like I'm like the second mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm also the closest like sibling to my mom. Like me and my mom are very similar, mm-hmm. like definitely very tight. So like my siblings will like call me even though I'm like at school and be like, Nina, yo, mom tripping. Like, can you tell her, like, let me go hang out with my friends and da da da. So then I'll call my mom and be like, hey, like, you should let them, like, go hang out. Like, let it slide, let it slide. And I'll be trying to like slice it for them. But yeah. So how do you think like that played a role into who you are as a person today? I feel like I'm very independent, at mm-hmm. least because like I used to still visit my dad. And so like, like, I feel like even you've mentioned it, like, where you're like, like wow like thinking like as a little kid like six years old packing a weekend bag to go visit your dad is like i cannot wrap my head around that yeah like it's just a different dynamic than like what you've ever experienced and so i feel like it made me very independent and kind of headstrong um i feel like i've always kind of just like always had my back always looked out for me and i I really like ride for my siblings like Mm -hmm. to make sure that they know that they always have like somebody like to talk to like a friend in me um but I also am like a hard ass on them because I want only the best for them obviously um I don't know I feel like it obviously it made me who I am because I don't know any other experience but yeah okay I want to hear about how you grew up what what was that talking about because it's like la la land over there <laughs> <laughs> no nah, I'm locked in you're really talking your shit and I think in those aspects where our backgrounds are different and so my parents have been together. They're high school sweethearts. So I grew up Must with... Be nice. <laughs> not all that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everyone's got their problems at the end of the day. Like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not... Yeah. I'm right. not shitting on your problems. I'm just saying. <laughs> Great life. <Right>. Here. <laughs> Acknowledge your privilege. Acknowledge your privilege. <laughs> Literally. So I came from a two-parent household. Oh. Life was fantastic. Butterflies all the time. I'm no. green with jealousy. <laughs> Um, but my dad, like, um, like we talked about in the previous episode, but my dad had a job where he had to travel a lot. So my mom was a stay at home mom. She didn't, my mom just recently went back to work actually. But like when I was in elementary school, middle school in parts of high school, my mom was at home. She was the one who was picking us up from school, taking us to our activities and everything. And I have two younger siblings. So for me, I feel that I wasn't, I didn't have as much responsibility as you did at such a young age. Uh, coming from a two-parent household, like I, there are two parents in the house who to take on those responsibilities, whereas you kind of had to step into that role, and that's not something that I experienced. I was a kid for as long as I could, and I feel like, not that you were robbed of your innocence, but I feel like you were given a lot to worry about at such a young age. Not only your one household, but your other household. Like you're you're trying to navigate two different spaces. And that wasn't my experience. I just had my one house with my my two parents. And seeing them growing up and the way that my dad treats my mom really influenced how I perceive love and from a young age, I was always like, oh, I'm going to find him in high school and we're going to be together forever. Look and at you now. Single as hell. <laughs> 22 Long and single. Long past the due date. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like it gave me a, like a false sense of hope. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm over here being a realist. Like, shorty, you're going to be divorced the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm seeing like how my dad cares for my mom. Mm-hmm. I feel like made me have my standards so high and expectations (laughs) expectations it's not doing too well though because (laughs) what (laughs) 
but it was there. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's really on me for fumbling because my parents did a great job. Like, my dad, like, worships the ground my mom walks on. And so oh. to see that, literally, see that so growing jealous. up. And what I really appreciated for my parents is they never really fought in front of us, like, as kids. We never saw our parents divided. And it wasn't, you know, obviously, as you grow up and you find out more things about, like, the dynamic of your parents. But as far as, like, when I was a kid and they were beefing, I had no idea. To add on to what you're saying about, like, seeing your parents fight, I feel like my parents, my whole life, like, never got along. I mean, I'm sure in the beginning, in the dawn of time, like, I mean, I don't remember that. But a lot of, like, they 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 used to talk through me, which I did not appreciate. And <laughs> talked to my therapist about it, yeah, so I'm good, I'm healed. But, like... Hearing your mom or your dad bash the other parent is honestly so hard and so difficult. And even today, like, they don't do it as often or even at all. But, like, sometimes if it does come up, like, I really hate those conversations. Because, obviously, you want to defend your mom to your dad, but you and then you want to defend your dad to your mom. And so it's just this, it causes, like, an argument between us that doesn't need to happen if y'all could effectively effectively communicate to each right. other yeah you're like a moderator like exactly like and i feel like man. that's not fair and i'm mm -hmm. a kid i don't know anything like they're screaming to me about some shirt some insurance bullshit i don't even know what insurance is like right. don't even talk right. to me about that like right. i can't add to that and so i feel like growing up like i feel like i was just such an angry little kid and i'm not saying that specifically is why i was angry i feel like there's like was a lot going on but i feel like that stress was not necessary. Not at all. I Yeah, and I think, like I was saying, it forces you to grow up. And I was a kid. Like, I honestly was... I, w I was immature. Like, I really didn't know what was going mm -hmm. on. Like, I was just worried about things that, like, didn't really matter. And, like, I feel that your experiences have made you who you are and prepped you for the world. I don't want to say that I'm not prepped. Like I'm chilling. I'm I'm very independent, but I was I was allowed to be a child, so it wasn't until like real responsibilities like when I was 15, 16 getting a job and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like my parents were always on me. Like my parents were fairly strict, so I wasn't like in high school I wasn't like rambunctious and yeah, out running the streets. I feel like my sister was and then like I saw that reaction from Literally. my mom and I said, "No, thank you. I'll I'm stay saying, my ass at home." I'm saying, man, I took on the more less of like a mom role to my siblings and more of like mm -hmm. a role model role to my siblings and I just and everything that I do I want to do the best for them because yeah. I want to be someone that they can look up to mm -hmm. and I think for a lot of, a long time I've kind of pushed that away that I, I didn't want to be a role model like I was like bro like I just want to be Peyton and like just do what I want to do and not yeah, have to worry about my decisions and my actions potentially affecting my younger siblings. Like, I just want to live. And as an older sibling, like, you just can't do that. You have these literally the closest thing to you in the world that are, is looking to you for guidance. And it's like a different kind of pressure. Mm -hmm. And it kind of it messes with your self-image because if you do fall short, your siblings are the first ones there to say, hey, it's okay. And you're like, well, I'm supposed to be the role model. Like, I'm supposed to be the one patting you on your back. And you're yeah. my little sister, like, comforting me through this. So that was something that was difficult for me to navigate. But coming into college and, like, really finding myself, I feel like makes that task easier. And 
like I love my siblings. Like I'm I'm there for them like in a heartbeat. Like like you said, like I defend them to the bone. Like they're the people that I love most in this world. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when we were younger, because there's like such a big age gap between us. Like um, my sister is six sixteen. Yeah, yeah, and I'm 22. Yeah. So that's six years. So when I was in fifth grade, she was in kindergarten. And then my little brother is 18 months younger than her. So they were always, like, closer, obviously, because mm-hmm. they're into the same things. So I really was, like, the big sister. And, like, we would all play together when I was little and everything. But, of course, I'm older. So, you know, I was yeah, into different things thing. than, yeah. than them. And then I leave for school, and I feel like that's really when our bond fell into place Mm -hmm. like as soon as like i left i was like bro like i miss these niggas like yeah oh my god and like we're on the phone all the time texting all the time and you go back home and it's like bro like i love y'all like Mm -hmm. if i don't have anything in the world like i have my siblings yeah i feel like i actually can relate to that because me and my sister like she's like uh, two years like two school years you know older than me and so like but we were not close. Like, we used to butt heads all the time. And honestly, if we really want to talk about it, me and her have different dads. But I used to see my dad, and unfortunately she doesn't see her dad. But I feel like there was, growing up, some sort of, like, resentment mm-hmm. towards me because of that. Mm-hmm. I think deep down, she probably could admit it now, like, that there was some sort of resentment. Like, something like, it just felt like we never got along. Like, anything I did, like, was bad terrible like she hated me type shit like that was like the vibes and so it wasn't until she left that we were like that I was like damn like I miss her like right. cause there's so many times where I swore I was never gonna speak to her again for the rest of my life and then like you know a week later it's like okay we're back kikiing mm-hmm. but we just weren't close at all and so it wasn't until she went to school that we started like actually like becoming like friends and then like becoming sisters like now like we are so close like that's my girl for right. real. that's your sister and, uh, that's my sister <laughs> and um and then I also feel like I play more of a mom role to my little brothers because of like growing up like our siblings are the same ages so what Damien my like my younger brother is 17 so he's like four years or so younger than me and then my baby brother is 14, so he's, like, seven. Mm-hmm. Seven years younger than me. So, I mean, I used to change their poopy diapers. Right. So it's just, it just gave I'm in a more mother role. Like, I would always take care of them, like, cook them, like, food when we're at home alone, like, stuff like that. Because my mom would be at work or she'd be, you know, handling business. So... Even now, like I go home and I drive them, I drive them to their appointments, I drive them to school, I to help take care of them, like when I'm at home. So, I just feel like I always was in sort of a older sister mother type role, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's hard because you really want to like be there and sympathize for them, but like sometimes I really want them to get their shit together mm-hmm. because I feel like they're at the age where they don't fully understand the way my mom, like why my mom tweaks. And, I mean, obviously, when I was that age, I used to think my mom was just fucking crazy. Like, why is she going off? But, like, I feel like now I can fully understand, like, how hard my mom works to take care of us. Because I couldn't even fathom having one child, let alone four, 
by myself by yourself <laughs> and having to raise them take them to sports take them to school after In this school economy care. like Be for real. that is actually so crazy and i really like appreciate and respect my mom for it and i just don't think my younger brothers are at the age where they actually like get it mm -hmm. because i'm at the age where my mom was having her first kid mm -hmm. ain't no way hell no uh-uh couldn't do it and so when i'm at home like i really try to help her like i helped like clean the house like get my brothers to like come out the room and hang out with us like stuff like that and I feel like it's like little things like that just to help her and my brothers make me so angry and I feel like I tweak on them a lot because like they don't get it mm -hmm. and hopefully when they do get it they like clean their act up but like sometimes like they can be disrespectful to my mom and I'm like bro like y'all don't even understand the shit she like half the stuff she's mm -hmm. doing like There'd be times like growing up where she had like three jobs at one time mm. to help pay for everything. Like, I feel like that's so hard to like experience and to see your mom going through like that type of drainage. Like, because I'm freaking out and anxious over my grades and like school right now. Imagine having four kids. My mom was also getting her master's degree while we were like in school, all this stuff. So it's like, y'all really don't get it. Right. I saw a TikTok one time and it was like, if someone were to come into your life right now, and offer you a free place to live, feed you three meals, and offer you free transportation, like, it would be the best thing in the entire world. Like, right mm -hmm. now, at our grown age, 22. But when we were 13, 14, 15, 16, and our parents were doing it for us, we would, you know, complain when they asked us to do the dishes. And mm -hmm. so I think it, you deadass have to leave that safe environment and be out on your own in order for you to appreciate it. And our siblings haven't experienced that. Yeah. So when I was back home, I did everything in my power to carry my weight around the house. Like I took out the trash when it needed to be taken out. I'm sweeping and mopping the floors, like doing the dishes. And it's awkward because it's like my siblings, my parents would be like, oh, look at Peyton. She's doing this. And my siblings are like, bro, we do it every day. Like, thank you, Peyton. But what like we're not gonna applaud a fish for swimming type and like i understand that but when mom and dad ask you guys to do the dishes and you roll your eyes bruh, I it's like my, a piece of my heart like kind of like shatters a little bit because yeah, i'm like like bruh, I, and even when i ask my siblings to do something so small i'm like hey can you just take 10 minutes just to pick up some of the stuff on your floor like mm -hmm. like i know that if my mom comes by and sees that your room is clean like it'll make her feel like there's one less thing to worry about. Right, exactly. You put your, you just push, put this bowl and spoon in the sink. Can you just wash it real quick? Bro, we have a dishwasher. Pop it in the dishwasher, homie. It's really we not that too. hard. We do, too. Come on. Do something. <laughs> That's what I'm but saying. Literally, like, the dishes will pile up. Then my mom comes home for work and then has to do all the dishes. Then has to make a new, another meal for us for, like, dinner. And then has to take my brothers to practice. Like, there's so much more, like, my mom has to do that I feel like if y'all just would have done it as soon as you put that, it, as soon as you put the dish in the sink, you might as well have just washed it. Take the extra 30 seconds to do that. And then you can go back to playing your damn video games. Literally. Bro, like, your mom's like a soldier so for real. Because and Matt like I, our days are so long just here in college and like maybe I get back to my dorm maybe like six seven maybe five on a good day and I'm so exhausted but I only have to worry about Peyton imagine right. going home and having four kids that you are responsible for feeding them clothing them making sure their homework's done getting them to practice picking them up from practice making sure they shower is all your homework in your book bag like for four kids bro Ain't yeah, no and I get why my mom tweaks on me when I call her for some help, but, like, damn. 
But it's like, also, I don't know anything. I still That's need so your help. stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'd be calling my dad for, like, the littlest things. And he's like, and, but I low-key feel like they like when I call them and, like, ask them mm. for help. Because it's like, we're not there anymore, so they don't get to parent us anymore. Like, they're not really Oh, my mom hates us. it when I call her and ask her for help. She actually curses me out, and then I call my dad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm his, because, okay, so I also grew up in a dynamic where, like, at, you know, five days a week, I have three other siblings and a single mom. And then every other weekend, I go to my dad's house where I'm a single child with two parents because mm. my dad's remarried. So it's like I feel like I got kind of like the best of both worlds where I got to experience like a two-parent household, being an only child. So I feel like that aided in me being very independent. Mm. And then I would go home back to my chaotic household of a single mother and three other siblings. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I would almost be like, like Hannah Montana with it and like mm. switching like because who I am at my dad's like at least growing up was very different than who I was at my mom's like I was more expressive more myself more comfortable at my dad's house just because like there's not my sister to tell me I look stupid or look ugly wearing something you know there's not my brother shitting on me every five seconds like there's not that like added level of like disrespect I feel like and like not even really disrespect like I feel like they're just siblings nitpicking on me and like whatever it's fine but, like, I was able to wear, like, the neon green pants that I would have never worn at my mom's house in front of my siblings. Bro. Because they would have just been like, Nina, what the fuck you got on? And I'm like, I don't even feel like explaining that this is fashion. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> Obviously. But that's some real shit, Nina. Like, yeah. for real. Like, it, like, I just think about myself at that age. I wouldn't even be able to wrap my head around something like that. Like, you're dead-ass two different people in two different spaces, and it's like, bro, what? And I have on here, like, in my notes that being an only child is a red flag. (laughs) But it's like, it's weird because for you, you were an only child, but dead-ass, like, the oldest at the same time. So it's like, you really have all the perspectives in the world. And I think that my siblings really aided in, like, my development and, like, who I've become. And... I don't know what I would be like if I was an only child, like if I would be different or if I would inherently end up the same person I am today. But I don't I I really don't know. I really think that my siblings play such a big role in who I am as a person. Yeah. I don't even know who Peyton would be as an only child. Yeah. Like you get those glimpses of what Nina would be like if you were an only child. But I think but like, yeah, I get those glimpses. But it's also like I'm still who I am because like my siblings like 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 you know what I mean like I still had my siblings like they just weren't in the household like that I was in and did you ever miss them when you were at your dad's house no it was vacation (laughs) (laughs) no right I actually used to have like tantrums with my dad like one time I remember my dad got like pneumonia and he was like I can't come pick you up like I'm really sick like I'll like he was gonna reschedule my mom and I was gonna see him next weekend instead and I flipped my shit. Oh. I was so angry because I was looking forward to seeing him. And then, like, he wasn't going to come. And I was like, bruh, now I got to go home mm. to my sibling. Damn. <laughs> I feel like there was just so many, like, bursts of emotions and stuff like that growing up, too. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I think just as a kid, I was very just volatile. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just, just like angry. A little angry little. That's why you oh. were, like, a beast on the basketball court taking out all your anger. Yeah. Come on, tell him. <laughs> it's a baller inside of you. And then, okay, how do you think, I guess, like, socially having, being an only child and having siblings, like, how do you think socially they are different? Bro, okay, so growing up, I used to have this friend, and she had no siblings. And Ugh. this was, like, when I was, like, a jit. Like, Ex-friend. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
But no, I was a kid, and she was an only child. And so when I would go over to her house, she would have all these toys. Like, And her parents were divorced, so and she lived with her mom. She had all these toys, like everything like any little girl could have ever wanted, ever. Like I'm talking about the biggest Barbie dream house set, like the easy bake ovens. Like those days. Yeah, dad, that's how it was like with my dad. Like I feel like he really, like if I would have asked him for something, like he would have said yes. Mm-hmm. But I also felt in the back of my mind, like I didn't want to take advantage of mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, but period, keep going. Yeah, so, so she had everything. So when I'd go over to her house, it was like, it was lit and there were no siblings or whatever. But I don't have to share. <laughs> but the, but that's the thing. I am coming from a place where I have siblings and I'm used to sharing. Uh-huh. She's not. So we would like beef over like games and stuff. And like she would want to like always be in charge and all this stuff because she's so used to just getting her way and not having to like play with somebody else. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, bro, this is not even fun. Like, what are we doing? And we slowly drifted apart. And it was just, it was weird. So in a social aspect, I'm trying to think of if I have any friends now with, that are only children. But at least when I was younger, I feel like when you don't have siblings, you don't learn to be cognizant of other people's feelings and how to share, not just look out for yourself. And especially being an old, old, whoa especially being the oldest, that responsibility is natural. Like, you have to look out for your younger siblings. Mm -hmm. So she just did. And I feel like that's an essential life skill, like just being aware of those people around you and making sure they're good, making sure, like, if I had a sandwich and I was splitting it in half, like, I'd give half to my siblings and I'd eat the other half. You're eating a whole sandwich your whole life. And I feel like it leads... And, not, and this is not everyone's situation by any means. There are a lot of only children who grew up with cousins and whatever, but that small few who, like, it was just... Are completely, like, someday. isolated in the right. sense. Right. But I think Dude, it also forces yeah. them to become extremely close with their parents, and that's, like, a whole other dynamic in itself. Yeah. I mean, I was reading, like, this study, and it said, like, the, like there's a lot of, like, social skills that I feel like people who don't have siblings, like, are lacking mm compared to those who do have siblings, like, cooperating with people, like you said, um, sharing, um, even, like, giving compliments or, like, promoting empathy um, can be limited when you don't have siblings. And I feel like that's just more because Mm -hmm. there's a lack of experience when you don't have a sibling. Like, you don't have someone that you're – that is also simultaneously experiencing your parents Mm. and experiencing what it's like to grow up with in that Mm. exact situation. Mm. Like you, I could tell you all day through and through what it's like growing up in my household, but you will never have a firsthand account besides my, like the only people that do are my siblings. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like there's just like that lack of like you, they just, it's just something they're missing out on and no tea, no shade, but tea, shade. <laughs> and it's like when your parents are tripping and your mom is tripping, like, who do you go talk to? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, Tia calls me, or I call my mom, and she's, you know, rambling about all this bullshit out of the house. I call my siblings, and I'm like, so what What the hell going on? And mm-hmm. then they tell me their sides, and it's like, that's the family dynamic. I feel right. like I'm the glue. Right. I'm the glue. <laughs> you really are. The moderator, the glue. <laughs> no, literally. I think, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh, yeah. So... You know, I was a teenage girl at once upon a time. And, like, growing up, like, I hated my mom. Like, I don't know what it was, but, like, I hated her. She was super strict on me. And it just kind of created, like, a little bit of resentment. And, like, 
strict as in like I wasn't allowed to have Snapchat. Like remember Kick Messenger? Oh gosh. <laughs> if if that is that still a thing? I have because no idea. The amount of unsolicited dick pics I received on Kick is insanity. As a child? That, as a child. That app needs to go. Okay, maybe it was good that my mom didn't let me have Yeah, it. no, you're, you, you actually, like, there's a level of innocence that you were, you kept. Yeah. That I lost because <laughs> my mom was not worried about no goddamn apps. Oh my God, yeah, my mom would take my phone, go through my phone. And I was a sneaky little little girl, so sometimes like she would catch me up uh-uh. and like nasty, literally. And then I'm like, bro, all my friends like literally are doing this. She's like, you're not like everybody, and so it just kind of created like a weird dynamic. And I kind of see my sister going through that in a different sense, like now. And I'm just like, bro, it's all for the greater good. Like at the end of the day, mom loves you, and like she wants the best for you always. And it may not seem like it right now, but like you'll you'll get it. You'll get it. It's, mm. it's gonna click one day because. I couldn't tell you when when it happened, but I just remember, like, anything my mom does, I'm always going to try and see it from her perspective. And when I was younger, I just, I didn't have that ability. Yeah. And so now that I'm older and I'm more mature, my mom, like, I'm her pride and joy. Like, all of her kids are her pride and joy. So she's never going to do anything to intentionally hurt us, to intentionally hold us back. Like, right. she wants to see us win more than she wants to see herself win. Like, she grew us in her body for nine months. Like, bro, I yeah. promise you she's on your side. So yeah, it's that's just like I'm explaining saying, that yeah. to your siblings. Like, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, everything our our mom does is for the betterment of us. Mm. And so you sitting here throwing a fit about some little ass thing. Like, in the grand scheme of things, like, mom, it doesn't just, matter. She's bro. just looking out, bro. Right. Do the dishes. Yeah, do the dishes. My Like, my brother, like, but I also feel like my mom has, like, senioritis right now because she has two of us, like, well, my sister still lives at home, but we're both graduated. Like, we don't really necessarily, like, rely or, like, need her. I mean, I always need my mom. But right. you know what I mean? In that sense to where, like, my little brothers obviously rely on her for, like, every little thing. Right. And so I feel like I feel like she's not the same mom she was when I was in high school, when me and my sister were in high school, versus now with my brothers in high school. Because I feel like, one, they're given more opportunities. They're going to private school. I never went to private school. Um, two, I feel like she allows them to do a lot more, or at least like maybe I never even asked, but my brother literally like over the summer, he was every day hanging out with his friends, constantly gone, never home. Like he still is almost like that. Like, and although it pisses my mom off and he kind of ignores it, I wouldn't have even tested the waters like that. Mm-hmm. And but so I, I think it's also I, you like had a different mom, like you said, like she yeah. would have been on that ass. And it's that's what like, I'm saying. I'm not going to even try and test those waters. Yeah, I feel like she doesn't. No offense, Candy Ray. Some of y'all might hate me with this one, but I feel like she's not standing on business. Yeah. Like you say, like, don't do this. Da, 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 da. Take their shit, bruh. Mm-hmm. Take that. Smack ex- them. I literally. So when I go home and I'm like, y'all not listening. I take their shit. I remember I was at your house and you took your brother's phone and you came into your sister's room and I'm sitting in there with you and you're like, okay, I'm hiding his phone in here. Don't let him have it. And then you're like, wait, let me put it or you like turned it off or put it on. Do not disturb. So we couldn't call and find it. Yeah. Like, Period, Nina. And what he do? Get up and clean the shit I told right, him to clean exactly. or do what I told him to do. And I'm like, mom, you need to stand on business because you used to be on business mm-hmm. when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she'll be like, don't do this or I'm going to do this. And like never like sees it through. Mm-hmm. Like, Girl, so that's when, and it pisses me off though because, not necessarily her, but it's just like 
y'all like y'all don't understand how good you have it mm. like y'all are abusing it literally y'all heavy on y'all don't realize how good you have it if you are mason and phoenix listening to this right now you don't know how good if you, you are it. damien and omari get a grip lock in help mom <laughs> and go do the dishes because i know they need and to be done <laughs> literally y'all don't understand how good you have it no i agree 100 percent. i go home and my mom was so strict with me and like if i said like yeah she'd be like excuse me i'd be like oh sorry yes ma'am and, like little things like that type my brother talks to her crazy bro and he's like six foot now so i don't blame my mom but i think yeah. also our moms are tired bro they yeah. imagine they've been but having I, the same conversation since and then, 2000 bro but then on top of it like my mom is mom and dad yeah so like like my mom has like a boyfriend right now and he really looks out and like they've been dating for a very long time but he really looks out for my brothers mm -hmm. so like sometimes he'll correct their behavior and they'll listen to him. Mm -hmm. And I feel like my brothers are lacking mainly because they don't have that male role model. One, to whip them into shape. And I mean, whip them into mm -hmm. shape. And two, like as like a role model to look up to. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that really, if they had that, it would help them. And I feel like my mom is trying to play two roles. She wants to be the loving mother that's nurturing and helping and, you know, considering their feelings and stuff like that and trying not to yell at them or hit them anymore. My mom used to keep a paint stick, a Home Depot paint stick, in the car and in her purse. And anytime I would act up, it was called a piece out of confusion. And she'd smack me in my legs. <laughs> it's called the what? Piece out of confusion stick. My mom just used a wooden spoon. <laughs> Bro, at the end of the day, she'd use whatever is closest to her yeah. and just whack the fuck but out But I, me. my brothers don't get smacked. And I mean, there came a point where in high school, like, we stopped getting, me and my sister stopped getting popped. Like, it wasn't like, we, yeah, we never really got it, hit. Bro. But I feel like when we stopped getting, like, spanked in high school, so did my brothers in elementary school. Mm. So then it's like. You were getting spanked in high school? No, but I'm saying we didn't. We got stopped. Like, oh. my mom stopped hitting us by the uh -huh. time we got to, like, middle school, high school. Mm. But then she also stopped hitting my brothers yeah. when they were in elementary school. Mm. Like, the timeline of us being high school, they're in elementary. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, nah, those are fundamental years. You should have been whooping ass. Right. <laughs> so do you think that, I'd, like, one day when you have kids that you're going to, like, spank them and hit them? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to say no, but... so Okay, it's so hard because it's like, first of all, I've never been a mother in my life. I don't know what it's like. I don't know. I feel like it's similar to raising these these siblings, so respectfully, but maybe. I think, I, right, but I think the dynamic's different because, like, I think the love that your mom has for your siblings is different than the love that you have for your siblings. I have love for my siblings. Right. Real. <laughs> Real. Nah, I love them. I love them. So it's like... I'm looking at my kid that I've birthed, that I've pushed out of my vaginal canal, and I'm about to raise my hand at you, and you're going to flinch, and I feel like I would feel like shit. I feel like it's I a quick know. way to be like, I know not to do this because I'll get spanked. And it's also, and it's also like, I feel like my mom would pop me, but it wasn't like the first time she told me to stop. It yeah, wasn't like... It, that was like the last straw. Right. So, so maybe only when I, I mean think, business for all, I'm going to smack them. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like there's like situations where it was effective. Mm -hmm. Like I used to... I remember in preschool, I had a rule. Yeah, I know. Preschool. Um, <laughs> you were bad coming out the womb, bro. I um, Every time I got a call home from like school, then I would get that amount of whoopings at the end of the week. Mm. It was... Hey, it, it bro, was pay, they pay were day, counting like that. Payday was on Friday, right? 
one oh. week. That's all it took. Oh but I so never how got many call. calls were you getting a week? Maybe like two, Dang. three. But it'd be like Nina did this. Like, yeah, like it would just be me getting in trouble, Brad. Like, wow. like I you said, really I would be up and leaving team. like class. Like I would not give a and fuck. And keep in mind, everybody, this is preschool. Refusing to do stuff like <laughs> preschool. <laughs> yeah, but then it, it whipped me into shape. Never had right. a bad thing happen in school ever again yeah for the rest of my life so i mean i can't really say that it's not effective but i do think there are situations where i got spanked that weren't quite fair and i feel like a lot of the time like my perspective wasn't valued in those situations or where i never really got my side out and i got hit regardless and Mm -hmm. then it's like things like that i don't think is effective i also saw um on like TikTok or something where parents were saying like their rules and they're like never hit them when you're angry. Mm, um, that's valid. Obviously, because then you can like, you know, maybe go more out of control. So I think yeah. like, I think that's a rule I would apply. But it really just depends on like how my partner would want to parent mm-hmm. and, and how our kids are. How disrespectful they get. Growing up, my mom was my mom. Like my mom was never trying to be my friend, trying to be kiki with me. Like yeah. when it came to... Like, boys, whatever, fuck them. Yes. But my mom didn't want to hear it. Like, my mom did not want to hear it. If I was going through boy problems, like, in high school and I had a boyfriend and, I, like, we were going through stuff, my mom would be like, break up with him. Like, she didn't want to hear it. That was her answer, like, for everything. And, like, she never, like, wanted to kiki with me. Like, we weren't, like, hanging out like that. Like, she was my mom and she meant business. And so I feel like when she felt disrespected, she would remind me, I'm your mom. And so... I gained this respect for her. And it, it, I mean, I think we're friends now. I don't know. Let me know, mom. But yeah. I've, we've reached that, she gonna, that level. She's going to comment on the podcast and be like, I am not one of y'all little friends. Literally, literally. My mom literally lived by that quote. Like, you're not going to talk to me. I'm not one of your little friends. Yeah, mine did too. Babe. All the time. But I think we finally reached that point where, like, we kumbaya. Like, she's still my mom at the end of the day. But we get drunk. We get, <laughs> we get drunk. What? I was over there and I was, like, on the phone with you. And I was like bro, when we get back, like, let's drink, da, da, da. And my mom's over on the couch. She's like, I'm trying. I have a drink over here with me, Peyton. I'm sorry I can't take shots. <laughs> no, literally, my mom was like, do you want a glass of wine? Because they poured you one over there. Oh, and it's, you. like, the most potent wine I've ever <laughs> drank. Like, she makes her own wine. So, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, learn about Candy Ray Ray. Um, <laughs> do your homework. But, yeah, so my mom, yeah, my mom literally drives up to Pennsylvania, like, every other weekend to to my cousins, who, who and they, like, bottle their wine or do Period. whatever, whatever. But... That shit, no offense, Candy Ray Ray. That's my mama's name. That shit, <laughs> no Stella Rose. It's not Stella Rose at all. But uh, boy, oh boy, that shit will get you there. <laughs> but literally. like when I'm home, I don't know what they do when I'm not there. But I feel like when I'm home, I really try to bring back like home vibes, like mm-hmm. family vibes. So we like yeah. play games, like we hang out. Like we did um, gingerbread house- mm-hmm. houses. I made fried Oreos. We mm-hmm. made dinner. Like we made tacos. Like we were all kikiing kumbaya. Like I really try to bring the like family vibes back because I feel like, well, I don't know, but I don't think that they have that anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like my brothers come down, grab their food, go back to their room. Uh, and like there yeah. was a point in time where I was like that too. But when we were like, you know, during COVID and stuff like that, like I really tried to like, let's all hang out. Like let's right. be friends. So, so we've talked a lot about our moms. I feel like we should talk about our dads. You have a dad? <laughs> I think that's what I call him. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's okay. Let's put some respect on their name. Yeah, come on. Let's talk about James and Mikey. Literally. Uh, so my dad, bro, is the coolest nigga I've ever met in my life. My dad scares me. <laughs> and it's weird because, like, my mom scares me. And so your dad scares you, and it's like the black parent is yeah. more scary than the white parent. 
But y'all know how it is. Come Literally. on. Literally. Come on. Be for real. My, my dad, dad is no bullshit. Yeah. He, he's the one that's like, he'll be like, He's like the asking, break up with them. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he'll he will. I'll be like trying. I'll be talking about boys with like my stepmom, and he'll be like, "Is he smarter than you or smarter? Or he is he as smart as you or smarter?" And I'm like, "Uh, not really." He's like, "I don't care then. Like, exactly. he's not the one. Like, you need to find someone that is as smart as you or smarter." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Period." Mm-hmm. And I don't introduce many guys to my. I don't introduce guys to my dad because mm-hmm. that's like the final test, right? Bro. If you pass that, then. Ooh. You might be talking about. You something. might be talking about. If my dad nobody you, passed bro, though, bro. My dad used to call my ex urinal, Uranus, like all these wacky. <laughs> a- like he did not care to his face too. Like my dad does not play. Right. Like I'm so scared of that man. <laughs> he stands on business. He for stands real. on business. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, my dad is like the complete opposite. Like I'll have girl talks with my dad and be like, "This is what this guy did," and he'll like he'll like talk me through it, and it's it's kind of cute. He's really invested and. My dad is just very sentimental and very emotional, very in touch with his emotions. Like, sorry, dad, but you're crying, baby. not at all. <laughs> yeah, my dad, like, oh, like, on my birthday, he, every year, like, he's always written me, like, a really deep. Oh, my gosh, the longest essay I've ever read. <laughs> literally just, like, telling him. People like, like, he told me when we were having bro. a party, bruh, to pause the party or before things really kicked off to read it in front of everybody. Bro, and when and- I tell you that shit was, like, personal nah nah i read it to peyton one-on-one right next year the the year this past year i didn't even read it to yeah, her i, I just, just read it because it's just too sentimental for me to like yeah read like it's not my business you right. know what i mean yeah. and it makes me a little jealous because my dad would never send me a paragraph <laughs> like that or like an essay like that so like tea yeah tea yeah. i just think my dad is a great dad like he's really he's a girl dad at the end of the day like yeah, he, he is he gives me whatever i want <laughs> <laughs> that man does not tell me no but like you said like i don't take advantage of him in any way i don't want to make it seem like that but yeah. he I, like he loves me and i know that he loves me and i appreciate that about him um when it comes to sports like he is my like he was never a coach or anything to me, but he was always so supportive. He didn't play soccer, didn't know anything about soccer. So when I fell in love with soccer, he learned everything that there is to know. Like, still to this day, like, he gets the ESPN notifications of the scores and he's watching the games. Like, he, we really are his whole world. And I, I, I think when we're talking about like single parent household versus like two, I mean, yeah, single parent household versus two parent household. It's not even, like, a male role model type of thing. I think it's more of, like, a good cop, bad cop. And so your mom is, like, trying to be both. And it, like, it it scientifically, psychologically doesn't work. Like, like But I think, I think with having boys and being a single mother, I feel like they do need that structure or, like, that male influence. Because, like, yeah, what my mom says is all well and good. But if they don't, like, see a man acting that way or see how, like, because they're they're not girls like they are boys like they have different experiences than we do Mm -hmm. so like imagine like your dad is your like the only person raising you Mm -hmm. and then you get your period Mm -hmm. what do you like what do you do you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and so like i feel like they need that male influence just as much as we needed our mom's influence Mm -hmm. so like and i feel like there's a lot of things that my dad has taught me that I mean, I try to give back to my siblings because they they don't know that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like my dad taught me a, a lot about cars, like um, just a lot about like just different things, like just anything. And I feel like that's a wealth of information that my siblings are never gonna have. Mm-hmm. That is very true because I see Mason like growing up and like 
becoming a young man or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, my brother sucks. <laughs> yeah, he he does know a lot and he's very respectful. Like he is very handy. And my brother was fifteen. Like he knows a lot. If you drop Mason in the middle of the woods and told him to survive for twenty four hours, he would. Like he yeah. really would. He's but bear like, girl is for real. I feel like if I'm gonna sit there and I sit down with my siblings and I'm like, yeah, this is what y'all need to do. Like y'all need to respect women. Y'all need to do this. Like show a lady how like this. Like do this. Like, they're going to be like, ugh, Nina, like, whatever. Like, y'all just want every, like, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. But if a man were to sit down with them and say, yeah, like, mm -hmm. this is how you got to treat a woman. Like, point blank, period. Mm -hmm. Like, they would, I feel like, take that information as, like, gold. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if 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 your dad were to sit here and tell you about your body and, like, how a woman's mm -hmm. uterus operates, you're going to be like, It just doesn't okay, land bro. the like, same. It doesn't land the same as if your mom is telling you, like, the same information, basically. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I feel like like that male role model is necessary i feel like with my dad we're not as close as you guys are like i said my dad is the parent that doesn't play so i don't really tell him like little kid business i guess mm -hmm. like i don't really tell him about boys just because none of these boys matter mm -hmm. and then, <laughs> real and then Stamp like that. i tell him some tea from school and stuff like that i feel like we're not as like kiki kumbaya like you are with your dad mm -hmm. i feel like we're not as close my, like i said my dad will never send me a long paragraph on how much he loves me it's just a given. Mm -hmm. um, but my dad shows his love, I feel like, in different ways. Mm. Like, he's always there for me. Like, anytime I call, like, 99% of the time he answers or he'll call me back. I feel like, I don't know, just growing up, our day, I, it just was always a little, like, off. I feel like he felt like I didn't love him as much as I love my mom because, like, obviously I was always with my mom. Mm. And so I feel like a lot of the times, like, if I don't answer the phone, like, there's always, like, some sort of guilt-tripping conversation had after, like, oh, that's, your mom's your favorite, like, I'm just a deadbeat dad, like, whatever, whatever, like, when obviously that's not mm -hmm. true, because, like, I see you, you give me whatever I want, you take care of me, you're there for me, like, obviously you're a great dad, mm -hmm. but I don't know, I feel like, I really feel like that's the Pisces in him, I'll just be quite <laughs> honest with y'all, but, like, that always pissed me off, because, like, I, like, I love my dad, mm -hmm. and, like, I don't know how to tell him that mm -hmm. because also like he's not like an emotional person, but mm -hmm. it's like he's emotional as fuck, but he's not like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we don't sit there and we talk about how we're feeling. Like that's never a conversation that's mm -hmm. going to be had, but like, I don't, he just, he just wants me to call. <laughs> right. And, just, and I think, what, and I think what you were saying on like how your dad shows you love in other ways, like, I think that range true and like how he's there for you and shows up for you and anything that you need like he's your backbone like he's the person that you can rely on and I think that it's just a difference in how they express themselves like yeah but I also think it has to do with like uh don't hate me but him being like a black man like mm -hmm. in society I think like there's very different different things in like how like your dad grew up versus my dad and mm -hmm. their life experiences like societal pressures like mm -hmm. everything and like He's like a strong black man, like right. Just duh, 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 like very. I just don't even know how to explain. Very stuck in his ways too. For black men growing up in society, they're almost coerced. Is that the word I'm looking for? They're coached to like push down their emotions and yeah. not see them as empowering. And I feel like my dad has been growing up. Yeah, like he grew up poor and like all that stuff, but he was always like given the space to freely express himself and like you don't have to worry about like the image that you're putting off to the world and like yeah. how are they going to perceive me and like my dad has gone through a lot and he's seen a lot he's the youngest of nine siblings so he's seen a lot but he'll never know what it's like to be black and I also feel like 
that's a disconnect that he has with raising my brother because yes like we were talking earlier like hearing it from a male perspective like is gonna land better with like a younger young man but my dad isn't black so there are things that mason Mm -hmm. is gonna go through that my dad can't help him with and that's Mm -hmm. where my mom has to find other role models in his life that are strong black men that can help mason and in the areas that my my dad can't and so but my dad is very aware of that and he never tries to you know overstep his place as great as my dad is the greatest man to walk this earth i believe like he was put on this earth to be a dad and i feel like he's the greatest dad ever but there are just things that are out of his control that he's Mm -hmm. lacking but i feel like on the flip side of that he does that's why i feel like he's so emotional and he tells us every single day how much he loves us and how proud he is of us because he's aware of the things that he may lack on and so not that he's overcompensating like my dad is fantastic like he's just being him the best way he can and being the best dad that he can be and yeah and i feel like that's the same for my dad i just feel like i don't know like like i said like my dad is a strong black man like i even asked my dad but he said no but i was like dad do you feel like you like i feel like he wishes he had a boy (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i am a boy to my dad though like my dad like I'll be like screaming over a spider and be like, shut the fuck up. Like, it's, not, it's just a spider. What's it going to do to you? And I'm like, dad, I've been terrified of spiders my whole life. Mm, like, yeah. Like, what do you want me to do right. about it? Like, <laughs> I, I can't get over that. My dad used to take me like on trip, like not trips, but like um, take him with him to fix these air conditioning units. <laughs> um, I used to be handing him the tools. Um, we work on the, we literally were just working on the car together. Like he made me do it basically myself. Um, any hardware task is at hand. Like I'm out there helping him. Mm-hmm. We used to mow the lawn together. Like, mm-hmm. what am I, a little boy? Literally, my dad was the dad, same. Dad, I should be way shopping right now. <laughs> my dad was the exact same way. He would like be working on something, and then he comes in the house and be like, Peyton, come out here. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. boy, here He's we like, go. Your hands are small enough. Put it in there. Grab the thing. I'm like, are there bugs in there? <laughs> What is in there? <laughs> right. And then a lizard comes in the house and I'm jumping yeah. on the couch and I'm screaming and I'm but like, dad, get it. I feel like my dad is almost happiest when he's like fixing stuff in a sense. Like he may not agree, but I feel like he's he's very good at it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it could like it, it feels like it brings him joy and it gives us something to talk about, something to mm-hmm. do together. So I don't hate it because it's like that's what bonding is with my mm-hmm. dad is like working on my car or fixing mm-hmm. like putting in a new chandelier in the roof like right, what? doing little <laughs> stuff like that and it's like we're working together like i say that's father-daughter quality time to me Agreed. like I, I i enjoy it even though i wish we could be shopping but like yeah right yeah and i my dad loves passing on knowledge and i've gotten to yes. the age where i'm trying to absorb it because it's like bro i don't know how much longer these people are gonna be here like yeah, you trying know to- trying to get everything that they they have to offer because my dad knows so much in the most random things and so does my mom like they both are just like over thanksgiving i'm like in the kitchen trying to see like okay what y'all be doing for real in here like just trying to take as much from them as i can while yeah. they're still here all in all though i think my parents are great i wouldn't Love trade them for family. the world although they're a little crazy Little Who's cookie mad? crazy. <laughs> Little cookie crazy. But if y'all got shit to say about my parents, mind yours. Mind yours or my siblings. Yeah. Oh, don't even. Pl- I don't play about my siblings. I uh-uh. really, really don't. So The mama bear come out at me. Oh, you don't even know. One time I was yelling. I'm trying to end the episode, but what time I was yelling at this like little kid. I was like, how old is he? He's 14. I'm 14 too. I don't care. I'll jump oh, anybody. Oh, my goodness. But leave my siblings alone. Mind your business. And drink yeah. your water. Literally. Drink your water. <laughs> but thank you guys for tuning in. 
we really honestly love and appreciate you. And seeing your guys' feedback from the, the podcast really motivates us to keep going and pumping these episodes out. Yeah, keep sending us stuff that you want to hear us talk about. Um, if you're in the area, we definitely want to have a guest I know. I really do. Who's going to be the first one? But we'll see. We'll see. So, yeah. Stay tuned for that. Um, We love you guys. Make sure to follow us on all our social media. And stay tuned for next week's... Whoa. 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 (laughs) You say that part. (laughs) Stay tuned for next week's episode. Exactly. What? (laughs) Yeah. Next week's episode. Bye. Let's go get some lunch. Please. I'm starving.